Hey guys, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, I want to do a bit of an update cast. I want to talk about a few things I'm learning and trying, uh, where I want the podcast to go this year uh, for all my dyslexic followers out there. And I also picked up a really cool tip by the guys at Made by Dyslexia of what to put on your emails uh, when they're going out, if you've got dyslexia, so you can share what's happening. So I, I really like it and want to share it with everybody. So uh, let's get into it. Okay, as I reserve, re- reserve this episode, as I record this episode, I'm going to leave that in there because sometimes the brain slips, right? We need to hear that, know that we're, you know, it's not some perfect thing that some of us have and others don't. We'll leave that in there. Uh, so, you know, as I record this episode, it's the end of January. We're already one month into 2023. I always find January just flies by as a month of the year. Um, and it's, really got me thinking about what do I want this podcast to be this year? Where am I going with this? What do I want to be doing in this space? And I wanted to kind of share some thoughts. And again, I will also be sharing a bunch of cool things I'm also doing myself because, you know, this podcast would always set up as a way to kind of be a diary of what I'm learning as I go with dyslexia, the way my brain works in a neurodiverse way, the ADHD side of it. All of these pieces rolled into one because it's a lot more complex than what many people think, right? It's not just reading, writing, and spelling. So as it's January, I'm looking at what do I want as a goal for this year for the podcast? Now, this podcast is is approaching up on 700,000 downloads worldwide, which is always amazing to me. But I really want this year to crack that million. You know, I'm not far off of it. It's likely to get there. So I've kind of made a call to really um, push the pod, right? I, I really want to get this out there to more people. Uh, once people start to dive into the, the episodes and start to understand more about how their brain works, it, it's really impactful. So I'm going to be really driving to push out. So all of my regular listeners, if you are listening, who else could you know really enjoy listening to this is probably one thing I'd say. Two, I'm going to start to rework some of my most popular episodes and you'll find one on Thursday that I'm going to do around being socially awkward which is something that many of us struggle with Uh, many of us are great at putting masks on and pretending we're a certain way but deep down many of us have a bunch of underlying pieces of of ourselves that we don't like to show some of us are more conscious of it, others maybe less. So I, I want to dig a bit deeper into that and bring back some of the episodes that people go, wow, that's that's really helpful, and, and look at them from, from new perspectives. You know, the great thing about, you know, this podcast is we, we do look at a lot of the same topics, but from different angles of neurodiversity and dyslexia and ADHD that people may not have thought about before. And when you see something differently, you can act on it differently. And when you can act on it differently, you can make the change you're after. So I'm really wanting to grow that side of the podcast this year um, and get it out more. I'm actually going to start promoting it. I've been amazed at how far the podcast pod has gone with very little promotion. Um, and so I'm going to start to kind of share a bit more on social media, right? Going to give that a crack. So if you do see it going out, feel free to click the share button. It's always appreciated. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, Truth About Dyslexia is on Facebook and Instagram and all those fun and exciting places. Um, but I want to get it out to more people where it can make an impact and get people thinking. 
I also want to tell more people's stories. So I am looking for more and more people that I can just have short conversations with. Uh, as I say, we don't video it. It's purely just audio, just to have a conversation around how you're dealing with dyslexia. Now, I, what I sometimes find is people are a bit shy to talk about it um, because they don't feel successful. What I find is, you know, if you're living a life that you're enjoying and loving, even when it has its ups and downs and things are going right and wrong, and you've, you've crafted some weird and interesting way of dealing with stuff, then you've got something to share. And, and those little learnings can be so valuable. So I'm going to try and do five to ten of those this year um, as we go, as my time allows. So I'm really going to try and work on the pod. I'm going to put my energy in to try and help, um, which is really exciting. And so that's one thing I wanted to share on today's podcast, on the Update Cast. Secondly, what am I doing at the moment, now that's the end of January, towards my own goals? You know, because, you know, one of the challenges can be is we, we hear about people's lives, what they're planning to do, and you kind of hear at the end how they got there and, and pieces. But along the way, there's so many learnings, there's so many tweaks and changes. Now, probably the biggest thing I'm reminding myself of is consistency. Probably the biggest thing for dyslexics, uh, in my personal opinion, is consistency. This ability to actually do the same thing repeatedly <laughs> has got to be the biggest challenge. The book Atomic Habits is a great book. And like, you know, every dyslexic I talk to who's in business or entrepreneurship has listened to that and really connected with it because it's something we struggle with so much is how do we do enough consist enough stuff consistently that we actually get a result it's kind of like when you're trying to get stronger you you can't go to the gym eight times and wonder why you are not hulk hogan is that aging me a bit using that example but you know it's you can't you can't actually you know you've got to actually build that consistency you're better to do a third of the work consistently for a year rather than you know forex that over a month to get the results right and so I'm being reminded of that. And, and with my, especially around my health changes, you know, I'm really trying to take it month by month um, and kind of look at it in kind of, you know, someone said it to me like this. It's like a runway. There are different, different levels of, of what you're trying to do. There are different views of the, of the runway. I'm going to, I'm completely butchering this, this uh, metaphor. <laughs> I'm trying to, con you know, when your brain tries to convert something that it's heard in one context or one way and it goes, oh, I could use it over here. But then you say it and in communicating it, it just doesn't work. That's where I went down that track there. It didn't work at all. In, es <laughs> in essence, what I've learned to do is, is kind of look at that bigger picture, the 12 month kind of view. And it doesn't have to be exactly 12 months, could be 10 months, could be 14, could be 18, but it's around that kind of zone. I then break it down into three-month windows and one-month windows. That has really, really helped me get my head around it. So I've kind of got the, the one-year goal to be standing there, feeling healthy, looking at myself and going, wow, I'm just feeling the best I've felt in years. Now, when I'm saying that, I know I'm, I've lost some weight. I've definitely put on some muscle. I've definitely got a bit more aerobic fitness. You know, I know my digestion is good. My gut is better. Um, I'm, I'm sober because I'm actually not, I'm not waking up with a headache. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, just that one feeling or that one picture with emotion, you know, it drives a lot of action, it drives a lot of awareness to myself. And so I set that out 
and I make sure I continue to focus on it, right? And then it's about how do I create the consistent action? Because it's, you know, it's all great to to do the the emotional visioning, and, and honestly, without it, the rest doesn't matter. You don't stick to anything. You can't build consistency if you don't have a a visual emotional goal, in my opinion. And you won't actually enjoy it once you get there if you don't. Does that make sense at all? Hope it does. Um, and then so I then break it down into three month blocks, kind of like seasons. You know, it's a much better example, right? And the first season for me, I've decided is around getting sober. That's important. I want to wake up without a hangover. It's not only does that help the fundamentals of everything I'm doing, um, it's important. So, you know, bang, the first month, you know, alcohol is gone, sobriety. The second key thing I've decided is getting back into my meditation. Now, I just, as I say before this podcast, I just did a 49 minutes to be exact meditation uh, from Joe Dispenza. Amazing work. He's got some amazing uh, meditations. There's one called um, The Energy Centers, I believe it is. Amazing. I've listened to it for about five years. Uh, it's stunning when I get the time to do it. And then he has a morning and evening one, which is about 24 minutes, which is a bit easier to operate. And so, so meditation has been, has been huge. And I know when I do it consistently, not just one off, how much it changes my brain patterns, the way I work, the way I live. And so I'm starting to get back into it. I haven't been that consistent this month, but I would say I've done it more this month than I did the last six months, probably combined. Um, so I, I have been doing it on a much more regular basis and, and I'm, I feel better every day I do it. I feel better. So that's the second thing I want to do in this first season, this first quarter, January to March, is to instill this consistency. Because honestly, the only thing you can do in life is instill consistency. You can't guarantee an exact result in the future, but you can build the consistent blocks, right? And so that's the second thing. The third thing is around getting into walking. So I've got this kind of walking path I developed last year. It's about 50 to 60 minutes, depending minor changes about 5k's um which is about two and a, two to two and a half miles i'm just guessing at the exact thing there um but it's a good it's a good wander and it um it's a time where i can listen to a podcast i can input new information into my brain today i was listening to a podcast on sleep and how to understand your sleep better so it's it's a great time to both bathe my mind in new stuff and to also get my body moving because, you know, if anyone has a job on the computer, it can be very easy to be very inactive without something like this. So I know that if I can install those three things at the beginning of this year, they're going to have the biggest impact on the whole year. You know, if I'm sober for 12 months, if I'm starting to meditate on a very regular basis and seeing the effect so I stay consistent is important. And then thirdly, if I can get this hour walk in five or six times a week, amazing. That is huge to my overall health goal. Now, it's not about like I'm not doing this to hit a certain weight at all. It doesn't bother me. But it's, it's about bringing this consistency. And those three things I know are going to have a massive impact on my personal physical health. And so that was what became my season goal. First three months are only those three things. They are the thing I'm focusing on. Everything else you know, I'm definitely doing better in a lot of ways, but there's no, I'm not putting in my attention on them. I'm not putting my focus on the other things. Those are all bonuses, but these are the three biggies. 
And so once I've picked those three biggies for the season, I start to kind of create, I want to say, kind of games for myself each month. So the first game was sobriety, you know, and that was purely, you know, I know I've got the most energy at the beginning of the year. Sobriety is probably the hardest one to get that initial push. So I'm just going to focus on that. And the game is to be sober till the end of the month. And as I've continued through the month, I've got, it's gotten easier and easier and it's going to, and I'm already seeing it's going to be an easy run for the rest of the year. I'm not even worried, which is really good. And that's the one I always, I don't want to say I struggle with, but you know, I need to put my focus on events when I'm going out because, you know, if I'm going to slip, I'm going to slip on that one, right? And it's the one where a bit of peer pressure can sometimes push over the edge, but luckily I have so much energy in January around this stuff. Boom. It works. The second one is about meditation. So I'm going to meditate every single day in February. Every single day, not one day off. I have to meditate for at least 24 minutes, ideally longer, but I'm guaranteeing that I will do it. And I'm setting alarms on my phone at eight o'clock at night. If I've missed my morning meditation, I got to do it at night. And so the game is to, to hit that every day. And and, and what happens is that consistency bleeds over. Does that mean I'm going to meditate every single day for the rest of my life? No, but it's that, that kind of challenge to myself instills and embeds the importance of it and how good I'll feel at the end of it because I know it will make an impact. The third one being walking. So March is all about walking. So that's six times a week. I'm guaranteed, well, guarantee, I'm, I'm putting down that I'll work, walk for 60 minutes um, a day for six days a week, which is great. I have Sunday off, but I'll do the other days. And so I know by continuing to create that into my life, these fundamentals are going to be game changing. And so the other benefit of this as well with my dyslexic mind, if I give myself too many things to focus on, what happens? I will set myself up to completely fail. I've learned this over the years. It's so easy to go, I want to get fit and healthy and join the gym, start a completely new eating plan, uh, do this, do that, do this, do that, do this. No consistency happens. It becomes like a real intensity for two weeks, and then I burn out. And so I've learned, you know, with my brain, it's a must-do. I must work to this way. So that's what I'm working on at the moment. That's what I'm doing. It's all down to consistency. If you want to change anything in your life, it's that emotional, visual thing in the future. And, you know, learning to build consistency with the way your brain works. So I just wanted to share around updating about what I'm doing. The third and final thing that I really loved, and I saw this by Kate Griggs from Made by Dyslexia. Her and her team do brilliant work. Um, and I, you know, it was about what do you put on the bottom of your signature of your emails to let everyone know um, that you're dyslexic in a way that's not, you know, that's quite cool. And so she had... You know, she had, I am made by dyslexia, dash, expect bigger thing, big things, and small typos. And I love that. I love that. Made, I am made by dyslexia, expect big things, and small typos. It's brilliant, because so many times out of the day, we focus on the negative of the typo. We don't tell people about big things, about the way we think or the way we can support a business or a job or anything like that. And so I was just, I loved it. I've checked it up on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, and even TikTok. I think I've sent the example. So follow me there and you can find it. 
um, yeah, that's me out for today, guys. And so on, on my next podcast will all be around being socially awkward. Uh, if that's one you think you can connect with or you'd like to pass it on, I really thank everyone who shares the pod. Have an epic rest of your day.